0: When my friend Jess started having poop problems while doing training runs for her marathon, she immediately phoned a friend to ask me why, oh why, was she having diarrhea on her runs. As a residential poop expert friend, I gave her a simple test she could do with tools found at her local CVS to discover what was behind her sudden diarrhea. What we found connected to something Jess had never thought about before, her allergies. Her allergies. On today's episode, I'm having a conversation with my friend Jess to discuss how diarrhea, allergies, and leaky gut are all connected by one word, histamine. Whether you flip-flop from diarrhea to constipation, experience diarrhea only sometimes, or have it on the regular, you won't want to miss out on this podcast episode that's all about natural diarrhea treatments and causes. And if you're like Jess, you may just end up getting rid of your allergies and leaky gut too. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Do you want freedom from bloating and constipation? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling natural constipation remedies, causes for bloating, or recipes and exercises to help constipation? Are you frustrated with the mind game of trying to figure out what foods are helping or hurting your gut? Hey I'm Allison, mom, wife, and functional gut health practitioner. At a young age, bloating and constipation were my constants. I didn't know what to do and wished I could just live a normal life focusing on my passions, my job, and my family. I was tired of abdominal pain that woke me up at night and wasting time and money on gut health remedies that just didn't work. Breakthrough moment, the functional medicine and osteopathic approach to gut health. In this podcast, you will find natural remedies for bloating and constipation, practical doable belly exercises and massages, and debunk the myths about what really is causing your tummy problems. So toss out those laxatives and say goodbye to that embarrassing gas. Your gut health is calling. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. Hey guys. So like I said, today I have on the podcast, a friend of mine and fellow podcaster, Jess, who sent me this juicy piece of information via Voxer, just, you know, being friends, hanging out. And, and it was so interesting. I mean, there was, there was capital letters going on of, of excitement on my side of things. Um, but basically Jess came to me and said, Hey, I've got some, something going on. I'm running. I'm an athlete. I eat healthy, but I'm like having this unusual experience of suddenly having diarrhea. And this has never happened before on any other runs in, in her past <laughs> history of running. And we're going to dig into that. We, we, we tried something out. We're going to talk about what we tried, what happened and what Jess is going to do next. So Jess, thank you so much for jumping on the Better Belly podcast." Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Cool. So um, let's start with what I had you try this, like this, this thing that maybe sounded super out of the box. Um, You did a wonderful, wonderful job of sharing, giving me some history on the Voxer. You gave me all the details you really could think of. And this was without me asking you any questions, Jess. And so I just want to say that, like, and I already said this on the Voxer um, back to you, but you like that amount of detail was great like, you're like, I thought through all my food and past <laughs> runs. And you're like, and the only thing I could think of was allergies. My allergies are worse. And like, <laughs> and like, I loved your train of thought. I could, I could see like the scientific, the wheels of science going on. Like, am I swallowing more <laughs> snot? Cause I'm br- inhaling the pollen. I'm like, this is a great train of thought. And immediately, you know, my, Response to you is actually, you're on the right train of thought. You just aren't thinking about the right biochemical processes. Um, But what it says to me is histamine uh, could be a huge thing going on. If your allergies are worse, uh, allergies are driven by histamine as an inflammatory response. And histamine also drives many other potential factors going on in your health. And it might, the the kind of annoying, weird thing is you might not have all of these, like histamine can drive skin problems, like eczema mm-hmm. and acne and psoriasis. Ex, uh, histamine can drive a lot of like sinus problems, chronic sinusitis. Histamine can drive really painful periods. Histamine can drive acid reflux. Histamine can drive all, all this stuff. So um, when you said diarrhea, that's one of the things histamine can drive. We had you do this. My, my favorite test. I, I've done this with so many clients now. If they send me a message and say, I suddenly developed diarrhea kind of out of the blue, maybe it's in our protocols or just day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Um, what the first thing I will have them do, if, if nothing else really looks like it's pointing to this, and I recommend this to any listener, honestly, is do what you do. And what did I have you do, Jess?
1: honestly, you said you need to get on Benadryl or Claritin. You need to find (laughs) this really difficult thing, you know, just go to your local supermarket and take it in the morning, an hour before you run. And I was like, that, that can't be it. Like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs>
0: and, and the reason for that is because um, Benadryl or Claritin, and there's a couple other brands that you could use as well. I've not, I don't know all the brands off the top of my head, but they're antihistamines. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically they're histamine blockers. So they block your cells from being able to histamine to interact with it in your body. And so that keeps you from having any symptoms. Uh, and so Claritin, people might take Claritin to Specifically alleviate symptoms that are in their eyes or their sinuses or post nasal drip, kind of their throat. Um, but you can also, like Benadryl, is also has an antihistamine and it. it reduces inflammation. And so I said, find some, find whatever, you know, if you already have it, one of the reasons I used to say Claritin or Benadryl is because that's often something people already have in their, mm-hmm. um, in their pantries. Uh, so it doesn't have to be special or specific brand or anything could be off brand, but take it when you're getting your diarrhea problems. And so you, it was specifically causing problems for you when you were running, which was like a stressor, but then you're like, mm-hmm. actually it's kind of happening like all day. But if you're listening to this and you're like, it happens in the morning, it happens in the evening, it happens it happens in a specific time frame, try to take it, you know, an hour or two before that time frame. And then my test to you was if your histamine, if, if you don't get what I was calling the runs, if you don't poop on your like, or just really, really need to really, really badly in the middle of your run, then this is now the test that said it is a histamine related diarrhea. Mm -hmm. And what happened, Jess?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, I have to laugh because when you were talking about all the information I gave you, I'm laughing when you said that because you could just probably hear the desperation in my voice. Like I've tried everything. Like it can't be this simple. (laughs) And so I followed your instructions. I took a Benadryl or whatever it was I had um, an hour before my run and And for those of you listening, this was a big run for me. I'm in marathon training. So the emotions were there. This was kind of an emotional thing. Like I have to get this long run in and I have to feel good in it because anyone that has trained knows that these big miles, these big runs in training are are setting you up for success for your big race. And so long story short, um, I, I took it an hour before my run and I had a great run. How many 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 issues?
0: Yeah. How many runs had you been having where that was like a problem? Do you like, do you have it in your mind with weeks, months, days?
1: How many do you remember
0: it being a problem for? Quite a
1: few, you know. I mean, not so many to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, something is wrong. Like something, my system is not working how it usually does, but enough for me
0: to to be concerned about it. Like this isn't normal. Yeah. Yeah. So we got the green light that, that this is histamine related, which now the solution is not, okay, you're going to take this like Benadryl or Claritin the rest of your life or something like that. Like, no, now, now what I am going to say, if we're creating a plan for you, there's like short-term and long-term solutions. And then there's like emergency, right? If, if you get to the day of your race and you haven't figured out, like you haven't, this has, you can't run Go on a run without having this problem. Take the Benadryl and Claritin so that you can get through your marathon in peace. Um, But then know that after your race and in the long term, you don't have to rely on those things to ultimately not have this kind of diarrhea and even allergy related stuff there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, in this episode, link the gut allergy or gut sinus connection. Have you heard that podcast episode of mine? No, I'm going to have to. Okay. Now I'm going to, I will, I will gut sinus connection We'll have it in the show notes here, actually. Yeah, right. yeah. And we'll have the episode number and I will get it to you as well. Great episode. And I talk about, um, guess what liver ends up into that podcast episode? Cause your liver is the connection between your gut and your sinuses. Um, so your sinuses need love too, but so do your bowels and it's all related to histamine. So number one, you can take that medication in an emergency. Number two, you want to, you can start doing your next thing. That's going to help your body, which is giving yourself what we call histamine support that actually breaks down the histamine. So when you take mm-hmm. Benadryl or Claritin, it's a histamine blocker. It actually like I said, it, it blocks your cells from being able to engage with histamine. But that doesn't mean that the histamine goes away or like disintegrates or converts. It it actually can build up in your body and get worse. Mm-hmm. And so what we, not to make you like panic or anything, um, but what we ultimately want is your body to actually break down histamine. So this is not typically available at, a, at your local grocery store. It's something you need to buy very, very intentionally uh, through some type of I'm going to actually give it to you in your portal, like a specific Mm -hmm. supplement. And it's called DAO. It stands for diamine oxidase. Cause yeah, that sounds super memorable. (laughs) DAO, but DAO actually breaks down histamine because our bodies know we're going to create histamine. That's a very normal function of it. And then it actually has functions to then break down the histamine. So the histamine stops acting the way it does. And for a lot of people are having chronic histamine problems. So like you said, your allergies are like new or worse this year, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Um, so have you had them? like, was it new or worse? Like, have you had them last year or the year before?
1: So I think I have had them for probably about three
0: years okay. that I've noticed them. Okay. Allergies for three years and you haven't like moved or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, so you've had allergies for three years, and they're kind of like kind of new on its own. Oh, yeah, and you had told me that. I remember that now. So, and and that's just as new sign. Like, if it's not like you're getting older or like some gene thing changed, it's your body is most likely in that three year window or starting at the three year window at the at the beginning of it stopped being able to probably create its own DAO and. Mm and actually break down histamine. So it's just building up in your body. And then you're becoming like, you get extra load put on your body of histamine when you're breathing in pollens that I'm going to breathe in too, but my body breaks down histamine better. So I'm not getting allergies. Does that make sense? Yeah. So your short-term solution is you can take DAO, which is ultimately way better than like a Claritin or a Benadryl because it actually breaks down the histamine. But the even better better thing you can do is actually help your body break down like actually make its own DAO and the best way to do that is actually heal leaky gut because mm. the way we stop making our own DAO is DAO is made in the gut lining of the small intestine and if you get damage to that gut lining then you stop you you actually lose functioning of the cells that are doing all sorts of things in the gut lining. And mm. one of those all sorts of things is creating DAO. So you can give yourself DAO temporarily until the gut lining's healed. Now this is where we start to get a little bit more technical, where when we're thinking of long-term true healing, we we get into like the crazy question asking of like all these different yeah. things in your health history. And then we talk about lab testing because ultimately, okay. um, what we did, even with the, the Benadryl-Claritin, that was almost like a type of lab test, right? It was just like a true sure. or false, like, yeah. and then from here, we want to get a little bit more nitty gritty. I'm going to say one more thing though, before we get into the the deeper questions, cause I got, I have them for you. Yay. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> um, so you have DAO, which helps break down histamine in the gut. There's also so- something called quercetine. weird, weird, um, little word, Q-U-E-R-C-E-T-I-N, quercetine. I think there's an E at the end of that too. Um, and that helps break down histamine in your body because DAO only works for the gut and it's definitely happening in your gut because you're getting diarrhea. But then quercetine is really good for the body. And I really like a pro- uh, supplement called Inflamatone. Mm. And so I'm actually gonna upload that as well for you. So I'm gonna upload a DAO product called Histamine Digest. Uh, and then something called inflammatory and that can be something that I don't know if it'll show up by the day of the race. And I probably wouldn't rely on it the day of the race if you haven't tested it on a run and you like, know it's going to work. Um, but that would be something you could start to use and even see, like, does it help your sinuses on a Mm day-to-day basis? Does it help your diarrhea on when you're not on a run? Cause I know you said you were getting more of that when you're not on a run. Um, So that's the other thing. And then liver protocol. So your liver is a huge component also of breaking down histamine. And that is, um, that's, that would be step number three, help your liver. And Mm -hmm. I've uploaded my liver protocol to your portal. And if anybody's listening to this and you want to see my liver protocol, I want you to have it for free. It's amazing. And if this is the only thing you need to get better, that's great. And it's possible, um, Jess, that this is the only thing you need to get better is like a liver protocol. Great. Awesome. Um, the liver protocol is going to help your liver detox. Now, um, let's talk about finding the true source of histamine. What happened and what Mm -hmm. has been happening that is actually, um, we want to make sure that if you do your liver protocol, your liver's not being given more toxins. And that if gotcha. you're taking breakdown support, like we want to figure out is your leaky gut, was it damaged? And it's now like kind of in homeostasis or is it, is it actually under continual damage? Mm-hmm. Um, so some things that can cause continual damage are like pathogens um, do you have any other things going on in your health, like acid reflux, um, p- anything going on with your cycles, painful periods, irregular periods? Um, she's nodding. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. I need to, I need to use
1: my voice. No, um, not that I can think of. No, I don't. My period's been very normal. It usually, it, it gets, um, lighter when I, my mileage goes up, which I know can be common with runners. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say painful
0: or anything. Yeah. Um, now we did talk about one thing and I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to maybe I'm wanna make sure if it's the right time to jump into it. I think it is. What tell me what happened around three years ago in your life? You told me on Voxor, but tell yeah. our listeners and we'll jump into that. What was going on three years ago?
1: Yeah. So about three and a half years ago, I made the, I think, bold and exciting decision to remove alcohol from my life. Um I did not identify as someone that had a quote unquote problem, but, um, it just, it wasn't in line with kind of my health goals at the time. So I decided to remove it and I quit drinking. And that was another interesting piece that I know I left in a Voxer with you where I was like, you know, three years ago was right around the time I started seeing these allergies pop up. And I can't remember if I mentioned this in the Voxer, but the first sign, of the allergies or the allergies, I make it seem like it's <laughs> the allergies. Um, the first kind of light bulb that went off was I was hearing from time to time like a little crackling in my ear, and I thought it was like wax buildup or something. I in- initially um, and immediately just assumed, oh, it's ear, it must be wax and hearing or something. So I had gone to just by my, uh, my doctor and said, you know, I don't know if I just have buildup up or something, and she was the one that told me no, this, this can actually be allergy related. And that blew my mind. I was like, but I've never had allergies. This is, this is bizarre. So that was kind of my first intro to allergies. Um, And then I would say, you know, fast forward to current day, that was when, um, or the past few months has been, when, when I've kind of, I've noticed it like, okay, I've had this cold, but it's lasting a really long time. <laughs> so yeah, maybe it's not a cold.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And one of the that's interesting is that a lot of times if we have something going on in our body, I think maybe some, of, some of our listeners, or even you might think, well, wouldn't like, so alcohol burdens the liver and it also mm-hmm. does induce a histamine response. You're like, well, when you stopped it, wouldn't things get better, I don't know if that thought right. has crossed your mind yet. <laughs> um, But what can happen is that the body's in this hypervigilant state when it is under a certain amount of toxicity, and that could be a pathogen and it could be maybe high sugar or carb diet, kind of this alcohol intake. And you're in homeostasis of a sort and and your body's in a relative, like say a a moderate level of inflammation on a kind of consistent level. If you Mm -hmm. were drinking alcohol, I don't, and and we actually, I'd be interested in how Could you, would you be willing to share what your rate was? Like, was it once in the evening or like one serving, um, two, was it maybe two different times a day? No, it
1: was, oh, go ahead. Um, it was nightly, nightly. Nightly. So, you you know, it was, I kind of identify as one of those moms that fell into the mommy wine club where, you know, it was after I had kids and it was once five o'clock hit, it was pour a glass of wine. So it was probably, you know, towards the end two, maybe three glasses of wine a night.
0: Okay. Okay. So that's where you were at. And then you stop that. And then your inflammation goes down and the body goes into healing state, but then your, your immune system can actually drop so much that then your body actually starts to manifest more symptoms. And so this is like an interesting thing that can go on. The other thing is that when there's a lot of alcohol intake and, and a lot, I don't have any numbers on this as in like a lot when I'm saying what I'm about to say is a blank, many glass or servings, you know, <laughs> sure. I, or, or volume. I, there's no, there's no specifics, but, um, when I have clients who identify that they had seasons where they were like, you know what? I drank more than I, I look back and say that that was, then that was helpful for, X number of reasons that there's also often a candida overgrowth that can be set up mm. in the body and like a low stomach acid problem as well. So that's something I'd be interested in doing. I'm going to upload then a baking soda test to your portal and just have you do a little test where you take some baking soda, put it in water. And first thing in the morning, you, you drink it and you t- then time yourself for how long it takes you to birth. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I know. And then that's delicious, will, yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's like a shot. You know, you're not like don't don't. Like it's worth it. Yeah, it around your mouth. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just see how long it takes you to burp, and the longer it takes you to burp, the the more the lower the acid level in your stomach it is. You do it typically three day three mornings in a row, because your stomach acid levels can vary a lot. So sometimes it'll be you know super high, super low. You want to get see. What do you average so i'm going to be uploading that baking soda test here to your portal just to get an idea of if there's a low stomach acid at all going on here and then awesome. but i mean but i'm i'm not super suspicious candida might be going on i mean you don't you don't have any bloating like i mean ever that you notice you no know, like sugar cravings i mean
1: well i will say that when i did remove alcohol, the sugar cravings were there because Mm. as we know with the wine, you know, come five o'clock, once I removed that, we know how much sugar can be in that type of alcohol. I definitely
0: would say that there were sugar cravings and Mm. still are from time to time. Okay. Okay. I mean, there could be a candida component. So that would be something that at least if you were working with me or my favorite go-to thing is doing an organic acids test to see, is there candida going on? um, a GI map test for H pylori. Again, maybe only doing these tests after you've done the liver protocol and see how much things clear up. If it like clears up a ton, it could just be in your body just needed a tune up. Right. Right. Um, and if it clears up sort of, but you're still like, like it's, it's not like really great or it's not like pre where it was three and a half years ago then there could be like, Hey, there's, there's some lingering stuff that a liver protocol, unfortunately doesn't get rid of like candida or H pylori. So those would be two different tests, the GI map and the organic acids test. And I wish I could say that there's better stuff out there to do with your doctor or something. You already know my work a little bit. Unfortunately, doctors labs don't, they're just not very good quality. So I'd say at that point, it'd be just, it'd be probably more frustrating for you in terms of your time and even your co-pays and whatever your insurance sure. does or doesn't cover just not do that personally yeah. is where I would stand with that. So here's your baking soda test uploaded. And you said your period is okay. Have you ever been on birth control? No. Okay. I will say the reason I asked that is because birth control can set us up for something called copper toxicity. Mm. And copper is pro-histamine. It induces a histamine response and makes it linger. Um, so that's that's a thing too. And the reason I ask about your period also, which would be interesting to me, and again, it sounds like you clear for this, so it's not a big deal, but um, estrogen is pro-copper and estrogen is pro-histamine because they all are kind of like Like ships rising on the same type of tide. And so if you had period problems it could also be a sign that you might have high estrogen. And then that would be another thing that could be adding to a high histamine response. Mm. And then the histamine makes the estrogen worse. It's like a really nasty cyclone that it sounds like you are avoiding. Okay. <laughs> based I'm off of excited. the fact that you don't have symptoms, right? <laughs> Good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So those are some things I wanted to ask you about. So that, that means that for example, I'm not going to recommend you go and get a Dutch test, which is a urine based test that I do with my clients that looks at estrogen and progesterone and also even like how you break down estrogen. Can you detox estrogen mm. right now? You don't have the symptoms to suggest that'd be a helpful test. So don't do it. Okay. Same with um, the HDMA test, which is a common hair test I do with clients. Um, It's honestly, I really love that test even just probably because it's $55 and it gives you a lot of insight into your health, any possible places Mm -hmm. to make improvements. But in the terms of copper toxicity with just a couple questions of, you know, like your mood's okay. Like you don't feel like you get super angry, irritable, like without reason or same with anxiety, things like that. You're like normal amounts of anger. (laughs) Normal,
1: you know, I'm a mom, mom of two boys. So I think it's normal. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then, because that'd be some other signs of copper toxicity. Like you're just not, I wouldn't, if you did an HTMA test, I wouldn't suspect copper would come up. So for you, it might be the GI map and the O test. If you wanted to make sure after you do the liver protocol, if nothing, if like you still have lingering symptoms of like the sinus congestion, diarrhea, that would be something I'd look at. But you have kind of like, based off what we're saying, pretty mild uh, amount of how much the symptom is spread or how much the the toxicity is spread. You're like, well, the diarrhea doesn't feel mild, <laughs>
1: right. but like
0: in terms of all the other things that could go on, um, I don't know if I asked you directly yet, but no skin, anything going on, no, like, I don't know, scalp you know, flakiness or, um, no,
1: not skin. I mean, I've noticed over the years and this could just be maybe you can correct me or interject, uh, but like little bit of hair thinning. And I don't know if that's been stress or just with aging, but, um, definitely after having kids, I've noticed I get a little bit more, um, how do I put it? I don't like splitting it down the middle. Not that that's a look I go for, but I noticed right here in the front, just kind of getting a little thinner.
0: Okay. That can actually sometimes be thyroid. Okay. Um, not to be like alarmist, uh, no, I know, but good to know. Yeah. So I've seen that like a widow's or even like, so some people like might go from, especially post kids from like no widow's peak to developing one. And that's because the hair is thinning or like the the hair right at the run on the scalp gets thin. Mm-hmm. And I see that more with thyroid and, and, and because if that's like your only symptom related to thyroid, um, it almost guarantees that any blood work you would get through a conventional doctor, they probably wouldn't notice what's, okay. they would be like, oh, your thy- thyroid looks fine. If you wanted to get really nitpicky, um, doing a thyroid panel with a functional practitioner, a full thyroid panel. But again, this is like, this is getting nitpicky. This is, sure, sure. you know, um, if we're just thinking about long-term diarrhea healing <laughs> and and allergy improvement for you, I would anticipate that liver protocol making a big deal, big difference. You can take the DAO and the quercetin through inflammatory okay. just as like ongoing support and then finding your true sources of histamine if liver protocol doesn't clean everything up. Perfect. I didn't ask you as many questions. We didn't have as much back and forth, (laughs) but I I do know that I didn't want to tell you all that via Voxer. No, I love that. Thank you. (laughs) Awesome. Well, any questions for me before we jump off of here? Any questions you feel like or anything that you feel like a listener you'd want them to know who might be experiencing what you're experiencing or anything that you feel like somebody else might want to know who's going through what you're going through?
1: No, I mean, I'm just... I'm very, very grateful that I A, have the confidence to talk about it. Cause I think that would be my biggest advice is like, you're just hurting yourself. If you're not open about these things, you're not going to have a solution if you don't ask the questions. And so I think as especially women as uncomfortable and embarrassing, it might be to have these conversations about poop and like, you know, and these types of things, it might make you embarrassed at first, but I mean, the outcome of being honest is you have all of these opportunities to solve this problem. And, and let's face it, like, especially as moms, I think there's just really no topic that, that we, we don't talk about these days. (laughs) So it's, it's fine. And I think that by, by being honest, you can not only solve these problems,
0: but potentially start to feel really good. So I'm just really grateful. So good. I'm encouraged. I love it. Yeah. So Jess, thank you so much for coming on to the Better Belly podcast, workshopping this little histamine thing going on. And I cannot wait for you to be feeling better. Yay. Thank you so much. Hey friend, I hope you loved that episode. If you are like Jess and want to have a direct conversation like this with me, I want to share with you about an opportunity to do so. My one-to-one unstuck sessions are a 45-minute coaching call where I look at your health and help you fast track what exactly is going on and where to look next to overcome your toughest symptoms. Like Jess, you can walk away with two to three action steps for things to try next and look into in your health that will help you break through the places you are feeling most stuck. So if you are ready to get my eyes on your health and find freedom in your body, then go to betterbellytherapies.com unstuck or click the link in the show notes. Again, that's betterbellytherapies.com unstuck or click the link in the show notes. Hey, friend. I hope you loved this episode. If you've been a fan for a while or newly loving this podcast, can you do me a favor? Drop into Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. When you leave a review, you do so much. You help me know you're listening. You can tell me what you're loving so I know what to make more of. And you help others by boosting this podcast so other people like you can find the podcast too. I mean... It's a win, 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 right? So if you want a way to pay it forward, just go to Apple Podcasts or click the link in my show notes and leave a rating and review. And if you want some more free stuff, just head over to my free Facebook group, betterbellytherapies.com Facebook, and you can get access to all of my free support for you, including some Facebook group exclusive stuff like my podcast episode vault, where you can search the Better Belly Podcasts by topic and find exactly what you need to expedite your healing. I cannot wait to see you in there. Catch you guys next week.